Hello, everyone, and welcome to another PowerMax Byte Chat. We're here today with Brett Quinn, who's our mainframe evangelist. And today we're going to be talking about ZDP, or Data Protector for Z Systems. How are you doing today, Brett? I'm doing well. Thanks, Bruce. You are obviously our most venerable mainframe person here in the product management organization, but maybe we can start with a little bit of your background. Well, I've been EMC uh, 24 years come this October and spent most of that time in the mainframe space working on advanced replication technologies, solving problems that customers have brought to us in that area. I'm fortunate to be on about 24 patents in that area of technology. And we've developed some very interesting technology and solutions to business problems over the course of all those years. Your evangelist title is well-earned, and I know you were around and were part of the conception and original creation of ZDP, so maybe you can tell us a little bit what we mean by ZDP. What problems was it meant to solve? Well, as you stated up front, it actually literally is a shorthand reference for Data Protector for Z Systems, and the objective of ZDP was to provide a capability that was heretofore unavailable in mainframe technology. And that is the notion of making point-in-time copies of a large group of volumes, potentially the entire system, at a very frequent interval and making a large number of those copies to be used as recovery points to recover from any number of potential problems, including operational outages. But in the modern era that we face with hacktivists and malicious actors out in the world, uh, many customers, particularly financial, are very concerned about the loss of their most precious resources, which is the mainframe data in their environment, and the destruction of them potentially through hacktivists. So they were looking for ways to make many different point-in-time copies of data to allow them to recover in a very rapid fashion. So if something like that were to happen, And I know we talk a lot about physical recovery, disaster recovery, to recover from a physical malady in a data center, flood, uh, power outage, other type of problems there. And then there's logical recovery to recover from corruption in our data. How does ZDP contribute to that endeavor? Well, it's a very interesting point because most of the time I spent, as I said, working in this space has been focused on solving the disaster recovery problem. And I consider that problem very well solved, as do many, uh, many in the industry. But the idea of having logical corruption, particularly pervasive logical corruption, that which is widespread affecting many different data stores in the environment, is a problem that really hasn't been solved. And the ability to coordinate a recovery across many different data stores to a common point in time that is in the very recent past, perhaps within the last hour or so, is something that really hasn't been available in mainframe computing the long history of local replication that we've had in this technology. So what we're trying to do is provide customers an opportunity to allow them to recover data from a very uh, significant pervasive corruption and do it in a very timely fashion. Brett, maybe you can talk a little bit about how ZDP is architected. Well, it's a solution that's a combination of host software and microcode. So ZDP actually runs in the ZOS host, and it's an automation task that automates the creation of point-in-time copies using the SnapVX technology of the PowerMax to create up to 256 point-in-time copies of every volume in the defined group. And it can do this at very minimal frequencies. When it was announced, we allowed up to 10 minutes, and the most recent enhancement for ZDP software has allowed the snapshot to be taken at every five minutes. So with these number of copies and the, the free, this frequency, we can actually get very close to the point of a corruption and provide the customer a copy of the data that is not corrupted, but also not very far away from the time that the data corruption was actually detected. So you can reach back within an hour or two hours to a very granular point in time and use that data for the recovery. Without ZDP, you would have had to go back to the prior night's backup 
maybe reply 24 hours worth of image copies to a database. These are examples of how we do recovery today. But with ZDP, you can get very close to the actual point of the corruption and then use that point-in-time copy to reintroduce good data back into the production environment. And I know a lot of people think about the mainframe as being a vault, a very secure environment, but it's susceptible to logical corruption too, isn't it? Well, it's, yeah, it is. It's susceptible to logical corruption due to human error, for example, as any environment would be. But it's also susceptible to malicious actors, particularly ones with authority or whose credentials have been compromised. That's one of the major fears that many of these customers have is that a person with authority could access the environment intent on performing a malicious act potentially under duress, and destroy all of the valuable data that the mainframe manages. So these are problems that actually were brought to us by customers. We didn't seed these problems in the customers' minds. The customers are reading the newspaper and looking at the world around them saying, how exposed are we to a malicious actor from inside our own organization? And I know that ZDP has been out for a couple of years now, I think. Yes. And we've just released our new PowerMax OS, which is the latest version of the software that runs on our PowerMax NVMe arrays, as well as our VMAX all-flash arrays. What can you tell us that's new with ZDP in the new PowerMax OS? Well, we'd like to exploit technology when it's available to us in the array. And there's a new technology that was made available last year in the SnapVX product, which is the underpinning of ZDP to make point-in-time copies very space efficiently. CDP exploits SnapVX and now it also exploits its new secure Snap feature that SnapVX made available, which means that we can make a point-in-time copy using ZDP and that point-in-time copy cannot be deleted by even a ZDP administrator. It only expires when the expiration date of that point-in-time copy has been reached and it is expired by the microcode. So there is no way that a user can issue a command from the host to terminate a snapshot created by ZDP. So this adds to ZDP's appeal when it comes to protecting from malware or hacktivists or malicious actors in the environment because it is up to the microcode and the microcode alone to terminate these point-in-time copies. What are some of the success stories that you've seen with ZDP? Well, we worked with a, with a very large bank in the United States on this problem. They presented the problem to us. They're actually the fifth largest bank in the United States, and they have a very robust multi-site DR solution implemented with our technology today. And they were looking at ways to improve upon what they used to call the doomsday vault, which was the once-a-day copy of the data that they would take at their asynchronous replication target. And that would be the last bastion of the evidence of good data in the bank was the once-a-day copy if they had a logical corruption that reached beyond a day, they'd have to close the doors of, of the bank. And to actually recover from that would be very, very arduous from data that's potentially 24 hours old. And of course, you'd have to find it within 24 hours. So they actually wanted to build a solution that would allow them to take very frequent snapshots, reach back over more than one business day. And as a result of those requirements, ZDP was born. So they were snapshotting every 10 minutes, is that correct? Yes, they snapshot every 10 minutes at the asynchronous target, and they roll that snapshot, approximately 250 of them. Then when the oldest, when they go to snap the 251st, the very first one rolls off. They just keep doing that on a continuous basis. They've been doing that now since 2016. Now, if I do my math correctly, that gives us 144 snapshots per day. So it buys them a 10-minute snapshot across almost two days. Is that right? Yes, just shy of two days. So prior to ZDP's arrival on the scene, they were, of course, doing one snapshot a day, which is one copy. And we can give them, with very little additional capacity, 144 point-in-time copies to choose from rather than the one that they were getting. So, Brett, one thing that I've heard about ZDP as a concern is that 
when you're taking all these copies every 10 minutes, 144 copies per day, as many as, and now with five minute snaps uh, with the new PowerMax OS, oh. that many more copies, there's a concern about space usage. And what do you tell people who have that concern? I tell them that Snap VX was designed to be extremely space efficient. Each of these point in time copies shares pointers to the back end original copy of the data. So there's not a lot of space usage, particularly when you take the snaps and you're updating similar areas of, of the data set. The amount of space you consume is a function of two things. How frequently are the copies being made and what's the change rate of the data? You might think that you could accumulate a lot of additional space being used, but our studies actually show by measuring the change in the VMAX and the PowerMax, we have tools that do that. Customers have seen as little as 30% more additional capacity required. Now, depending upon the nature of the work, sometimes it can be more, but we have seen that as low as 30, we've seen it over 50, but it's certainly a lot less than taking a full additional copy of the data. And you don't get to take that many of those before you run out of space. So we're not consuming much additional space. We're just sharing all the space in the back end by having all the snapshots point to common tracks. And that's how SnapVX does its magic of being very, very space efficient. What caused you to put together the concept of SnapVX with host software, and was it driven by these customer requirements first, or was it technology you saw the opportunity to deploy to the market? How did you come up with this idea? Well, the light bulb really went on when the customer asked for a way to do better than what they have today with the Doomsday Vault. The customer was very aware of the fact at very senior levels in the organization that all of the robust infrastructure they put in place for three-site replication would not do any good whatsoever if they had a logical corruption because the three-site replication would very dutifully and very efficiently in a matter of seconds send the corrupted data to all the sites. So they recognized that they still had an exposure. And it became very obvious once we described what we were doing with ZDP to them and had a discussion about what we could do from a host perspective to automate it, that that was a way to solve this particular problem, to give them the ability to recover from pervasive logical corruption. If you've ever been in a situation where you've had dozens or hundreds of table spaces corrupted, to use a database example, it gets very, very difficult to recover to a common point in time. And if you have multiple platforms in your environment, it's almost impossible. For us, it's very simple to provide you a copy of the data. We just create a snap of all the volumes that you're interested in. They could be mainframe data on CKD volumes. It could be open systems, file systems on FBA LUNs. We can group all of them together and give you a consistent point in time copy across multiple data stores, database files, non-database files, and multiple platforms and give you a common point in time copy across all of it. Because the only place where everything meets is in the storage. So we solve this using a hardware-based approach that you have to build procedures and, and techniques to use the data once we've created it for you, but at least you have the data. And prior to ZDP, you wouldn't have had the data. You would have had whatever your daily backup solution provided you. And that can result in a very arduous recovery if you have to go reach back that far to go recover data. So it sounds like it's allowing some CIOs and system architects to sleep a little better at night. It certainly does do that. I mean, we had one very senior person at the customer we worked on on this technology with who's got 40 years of experience in the industry tell us that he's been waiting 40 years for this type of recoverability for his data. And that's a true statement because there's never been anything like this. The storage technology had not evolved until the introduction of ZDP to create this point-in-time copy capability. I think I'm moving my money to that bank be a wise thing to do. Where can listeners go to learn more about ZDP? Well, there's certainly a white paper that we have on the DellEMC.com website. If you just go to that website and in the search box, just type in ZDP, you'll see a paper called ZDP Essentials. 
Brett, uh, you are obviously the expert of ZDP, having been there from the beginning and having evangelized this technology. Any final thoughts? Well, I think ZDP is a very interesting technology. I mean, it really demonstrates the innovation that Dell EMC is continuing to bring to the market. It demonstrates our commitment to the mainframe market space. We're looking to expand ZDP to increase the number of snaps, provide more ways to take them, more opportune times based upon what's happening in the environment. We're looking very much to partner with software vendors to help improve the entire solution set that ZDP can enable, including recovery tools to bring the data back into the production environment in a more automated and easy to perform fashion. So we're just at the beginning of this technology, but I think the idea of logical corruption protection is taking off. Other vendors are seeing the value of this. We see this being talked about in the security discussions that occur at many of these conferences. It's not just a data or a storage discussion. Security professionals are getting interested in this type of technology and looking for techniques that the storage array can bring to bear to help protect data. So I think this is the beginning of the next turn of the crank, if you will, in business continuity planning, which is the idea of protection from logical corruption. As I said, the disaster recovery protection is well solved. The next problem to solve is pervasive logical corruption. Brett, thank you so much for all this great info on ZDP. Well, thanks for your time, Bruce. Appreciate it.